Cut the crap. How many times a day do you want to say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused emotional socialist snowflake crowd? Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive Massive mental mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer, is known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. to cut the crap. As you know, crap is merely an acronym. It stands for Culture, Race, and American Politics, because I believe when we mix culture, race, and American politics, well, everything seems to go to hell in a handbasket. But you know what? There's a whole warrior class out there, red-pilling the nation, that are helping America fight back, learn how to do it. We've got an interesting program for you today. We're going to talk not only about red-pilling a nation, but a topic called the fourth turning. Folks, do me a favor. Share this program right now. Right now. Get it shared. Get it out there. That's how you spread the word. I call it a one-finger war. One, you got to be willing to lift the finger to win a war. I know you want to give them the middle finger. Give them this finger. Share this program right now as we talk about what's called the fourth turning and the red pilling of a nation with my special guest, Josh Reed. Josh, welcome to the program. How's it going? Jovan, I'm going great, man. Going great. Glad. I really appreciate you uh, being here. Josh, most people know or have heard that you served our country. I think you have a very interesting background. It's not that just you're a patriot. You have served our incredible country fighting this war, and I made it a mission. You know, you've made it a mission to red pill the world. Let's tell people about your background. You were in the Navy, right? I, I was. I was in the Navy just under years. Uh, joined uh, right before September 11th, 2001, wow. and uh, went in just a few weeks after. And uh, went to Chicago, went to boot camp, then went to San Diego, got uh, put on my first ship, went on deployment soon after. And that's where my real red pill began to happen in my life. And this is a, a very interesting story because. I was a fire controlman, so I worked on weapon defense systems, combat directory systems, computer integration, communication systems of how big guns and missile launchers go boom. Right. I get to my first ship, and it's a small boy, so you tend to have different jobs. So I'm a radar operator. I'm on the, the SCAT team. I'm on the force protection teams. I'm learning about guns, which grew up with guns. But right. Learning about guns, how to shoot them, how to train people in guns after I got trained and certified. But I become a member of what's known as the Visit Board Search and Seizure Team. And this is kind of a security detail on board the ship in case you have to board another vessel. Right. Well, we had Coast Guard LEDET, law enforcement detachments, on board the ship with us. And uh, we were down in the South Pacific doing counter-narcotics and interdiction of human trafficking. And uh, there was this one incident that we had. We, we had a few drug busts, which were really cool, gets the adrenaline going. But we had this one incident that happened. We were out there and we got a contact on radar and we went to discover that it was about a 30 foot barge with absolutely no top to it. It was about uh, 20 to 30 miles away from the um, the equator. So just think about an open uh, an open roof barge, right? It's 120 degrees in the air, 140 degrees on the deck of a gray ship. On this 30 foot barge is probably about 30 to 50 children aged five years of age to 15 years of age. Some of the teenage girls were, were pregnant. Some of the kids were not in good shape. You could tell they had been out there for a while, no food, no water. Um, and it was one of the most heartfelt moments I've ever had in my life, but immediately we, wow. we kicked into gear and kicked into action. 
And uh, we we got the children off. And, and a lot of us had never experienced this coming from, you know, the United States of America and growing up in our communities where we, we don't deal with those types of things. And uh, we have DEA agents come on board, CIA agents come on board, and we're going through the children, we're getting intel, this type of thing. And you find out that what happens in these third world countries in South and Central America is their parents are confronted by fishermen. These fishermen are paid really good money to take their kids and sell them off to human traffickers. Well, what they do wow. is they say, we're going to go and take your child to the United States of America. You have to pay us $250, $300 for all their expenses to get them there. And these parents say for years and then hand their children off to these fishermen who tow these children out to the middle of the Pacific Ocean and drop them off in hopes that human traffickers might actually go out there and pick up that barge and vessel and drag it into Central America, where those kids will then start on a long journey, a walk, all the way up to the United States border and never be seen again. Wow, I, I have never heard such a story. That's horrific. I mean, I know these guys take shortcuts, right? Just yeah. drag them out there and do it. Human trafficking is vile. It seems like our government really doesn't want to do anything about it. We have, what, six plus digits, several hundred thousand children that have just disappeared in our border. I, I have to tell you, I have a hard time getting my mind around that the market would be that big. But the more I investigate it, the more I see it, the more nut, nuts it is. Now, you said you went in just before 9-11. Uh, you come from a military family. What coached you to get in the military? Well, you know, I, I was uh, very well read throughout my teenage years. I explored with psychotropic drugs and expanded my mind a lot. And I read a lot and I took in a lot of conspiracies. But I didn't really pay too much attention to school mm -hmm. until my senior year when I started winning awards in, in science and chemistry and biology. Very good. And uh, decided to take a shot at college and it wasn't working out too well. So I'm like, what, what are my options? Military looked good. I went to the air force recruiter and uh, they immediately threw me out of the office and it like literally threw me out of the office after I told them that I had, had smoked a middle, little bit of marijuana. Right. And uh, on my way out of them throwing me out, I ran into the Navy recruiter and he's like, come on with me, buddy. I'll take care of you. And they did really good care of me. I had a great time in my military service. I don't have a, a long family history of military service, but it was uh, definitely an experience that I will cherish my whole life. I met some, some brothers that I'll never forget and that were great friends today. And just the, uh, there's nothing like being out in the middle of the ocean, 300 miles away from any landmass, completely dark and having the whole night sky, the whole earth as your kind of imaginary playground, as your kind of imaginary playground. And it was just absolutely fascinating. I, I absolutely loved my time in, in military service. What a treat. I mean, uh, uh, of course, the outdoor side of me is really big. Hey, just a side note. Did you catch today, as a matter of fact, that Iran landed naval ships in Brazil. Brazil <laughs> allowed them to port. Did you happen to see that yet? I, I did. I did. And I mean, that's pretty damn close to home. It is. And this is a big concern in the geopolitical issue. I, Giovanni, as you know, I do a lot of the ge geopolitical analysis with American Media Periscope. I do it with the Red Pill Project that I work with, uh, my foundation. And the geopolitical side of the house right now Iran is just days away from refining uranium. And when that happens, they will have a usable nuclear weapon. Now, I'm not worried about the United States' reaction to that because, you know, Barack Obama likes giving them pallets of, of billions of dollars and Joe Biden doesn't seem to care too much. It's getting nuts, folks. Look, I, we're going to flush out this story. They're getting close to home. Uh, tell you a little bit more about how Josh uh, is red-pilling America and then you're going to share this program because we're going to be talking about something you may or may not heard of. It's called The Fourth Turning, and it's really fascinating. Hang tight, folks. Share this. We'll be right back. See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
Hey guys, do you know I've had the best night's sleep of my life and it was as simple as just changing my pillows. I know that may sound stupid. Look, you've seen Mike Lindell and his wonderful product, My Pillow. I actually just didn't think a pillow could change my life. I finally got my pillows. Now, let me tell you about my sleep habits. Number one, you know, when we do this every 12 hours, we're joining together to do my broadcast every 12 hours. Sleep is so precious to me. And I was very lucky, very lucky to get three to four hours of really good sleep any one night. I used to use nine pillows, and it's because I've broken so much in my body, old battle wounds, broken arms, you name it, sleep was not my friend, and it was ruining my health, tremendously ruining my health. Well, I saw Mike's commercial, didn't know Mike for a long time. I finally broke down and got my pillows. I took those nine pillows, I tossed them out completely. Went to two my pillows. I'm asleep. I'm telling you now, where I used to lay there a couple hours not getting to sleep. I'm asleep now in 15 minutes or sooner. It is a gift. Look, you need to go to mypillow.com forward slash Jovan, J O V A N. You need to do that so you can get my discount. You want to get my discount on everything that Mike sells. Now, I can tell you, living honest to God proof that my sleep has changed. The fact that I can go to sleep in 15 minutes and not lay there literally for two hours has basically gave him, given me almost two hours of sleep back. That is an incredible gift. I sleep more soundly. I sleep all night long. Now, of course, I've gone into other products, right? I now use uh, the bed toppers. I now wear the slippers. Hey, folks, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You have to put your promo code of Jovan in to get my discount. You get a bigger, better discount. MyPillow.com, your promo code is Jovan. I'm telling you, if you cherish your sleep, you know that feeling when you just can't wait to get to bed and you lay down and you go, oh, man, and it's just the best part of your day and you want to wake up feeling great, I hadn't had that for decades until I decided to switch to my pillow, and I switched everything. Folks, do yourself a favor. Get your beautiful sleep back. Go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. MyPillow.com. Use your promo code Jovan. You're going to find out you want all the things Mike is offering, and you want to help him fight for America, too, and this is how you do it. MyPillow.com. Promo code Jovan. We're back. Now let's continue to fight back and take back our country by learning how to tell the politically correct to cut the crap. Here's Jovan. Okay, folks, welcome back to the program. We're with my special guest, Josh Reed. Fascinating story. A guy who set out to red pill. He's red pilling a nation folks. And we're talking about the fourth turning, but I just dropped a subject on you. I, this concerns me. And you said you've been yep. watching it. And I saw too, that Iran's 12 days away from total enrichment. You can bet if they're 12 days away, they've already done it. That's what concerns me. I don't even believe the 12 days because I believed we have enabled them. But here they set just south of our country in Brazil, and Brazil has allowed them to port. What's your take? Well, Bolsonaro would have never allowed this to happen. But the fact that Iran right now is going to become a nuclear superpower within days, we have to wonder what Israel's reaction is going to be to this. Right. Israel is not going to put up with this, and we can see some type of military effort by Israel happening here very shortly. And this could kick off what we are all hoping does not. And this is another war in the Middle East where the United States, under the, the Biden regime, has not been very supportive of Israel in any way, shape, or form. And this could be a major catastrophe that occurs in the Middle East that prompts an even greater war beyond those borders because Iran, China, and Russia, I, I said it a few months ago, I said Iran's going to be the next nation to join BRICS plush, 
plus. And we know that Russia just went into negotiations with Iran on trade agreements as well as drone agreements. And so we're seeing the rise of the new Axis and allies. The BRICS plus nations are becoming this contester to the NATO nations and economically, militaristically. And we're just waiting for this one skirmish to occur before this all goes to hell. It's uh, it's trying times. And these are not the times to have a totally inept government at the helm, a government that cares more uh, about cultural and race issues. I mean, I can only imagine you're a military guy. I can only imagine what other countries think about us putting forth transgendered military officials. <sighs> it's our military doesn't have our best interests at mind. It's gone woke. And this is something very, very scary. Um, been talking about this as well. The, the fact that they went out there and vaccinated our whole military to COVID-19. This is scary in and of itself. I looked at this as a, a threat to our military posture, our military strategies. You had Lieutenant Colonel Samantha Long at Fort Rutger who came out, blew the whistle on this. She's a bioweapons expert. She grounded over 4,000 helicopter pilots at Fort Rutger because of her concerns of the vaccine in general. Um, I've had personal uh, friends and family that were active duty military that have had the worst of the adverse reaction, if we can talk about that, that my brother-in-law dead because of this. And nobody wants to talk about this. No one wants to bring this up, but this hurts our military in very, very massive ways. If, if there is a land invasion of the United States of America tomorrow, highly unlikely, but our military, I feel, is not in the right condition or place to defend the United States of America. What are they going to do? Come out and slap slap down the, <laughs> the enemies? I mean, what the hell's going to happen, right? It's nuts. It's nuts. It, it, it is nuts. It, it is scary because our politicians, the bureaucrats, they're failing America. And we knew that this was going to happen if they removed Trump, of which they did. Right. And we knew that this was all about the destruction of America. Jovan, I've talked about it. I call it the firestorm event. If you remember uh, the movie Die Hard, Die Hard 4, Die Hard, Die Hard, Die Harder, they had the fire sale event. How do you take down a country or a city? Right. We have social and economic destabilization, political, institutional, and cultural destabilization. Then you have attacks on supply chain and infrastructure. And this goes to a, wide, a, a larger, broader format of geopolitical incursions and geoeconomic collapse. And this is exactly where we are headed to. If we look at our social and our cultural institutions, they are under heavy attack by a radical ideology that, that does not care what the other side says. And this isn't political. I want people to understand this isn't political. This is about human beings. This is about our natural state of being. This is a spiritual war that we are in right now. And, and it doesn't matter what religion that you go out there and you worship. God is under attack. This human spirit is under attack. They are driving. Absolutely. Yeah, they are driving this ideology to separate us from our natural innate spirit and from God. 100% believe that. And if we look at what's happening in our institutions, in our culture and in our society, in our schools, this is exactly what we see. So you decided to do to, to break into talk radio. So you're up there in Rochester, New York, doing your talk radio program. And then you have your podcasting, video, television, everything else that goes with it, audio. What made you decide to do to hang it all out there? Because in this environment, like we all know, being a conservative is a tat. It's another way to fight for our country. We have to do it. What made you decide to jump in and start broadcasting? Well, you know, I was uh, on quite a few Twitter and Reddit groups during 2017, and there was a lot of suppression starting to finally occur during this time. We had Donald Trump and many people warning us of the fake news and the media. Um, and I began, as many others, to see the transition away from the, the other forms of consumption, the traditional forms of consumption of information. Nobody was, nobody's doing 60 Minutes or Walter Conkrite type of uh, news and information anybody. People are taking in social media, three to four minute clips, podcasts, these types of things. 
And I started getting a really big Twitter following. I uh, was in a few different groups where we would look at the geopolitical issues. And uh, I got mad because I started seeing a lot of disinformation coming out in the conservative, in the conservative Twitters, in the conservative groups. And I'm like, this isn't right. This isn't real. And a lot of interpretation of how the military operates or these types of things. I'm like, you mean like, uh, folks, stand down, sit on your ass. It's just going to come. Just wait for the special date and time. It's going to happen. Exactly. And so my buddy said, well, why don't you go out there and do it? Why don't you go out there and create a podcast? And so I did, and and it began it, it began getting a massive following. I had about one hundred and seventy thousand on YouTube, um, and then in one one night, Facebook, Anchor FM, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everything went dark. And this was in the heart of COVID when we were trying to get the truth out there and uh, massively demonetized. I went from my one business of consulting, business consulting, and switched completely over to podcasting. And I was demonetized overnight, wondering how I'm going to feed my family. And I had to figure something out. Absolutely. They've done it. They've done it to all of us. Folks, do me a favor. Share this program right now, if you would, please. We're going to head into the long segment. This is very important, folks. You need to hear You think it's bad that the ships are basically in our neck of the ocean. Wait till you hear about where we are in the fourth turning and how all this plays out, what's your role in it, and what we can do. Please, please, folks, share this program right now. More great information's coming. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight, Jovan will be right back. Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. You know that uh, our nation is suffering right now with this mail-order maladministration that's been selected, not elected, and put in the White House. It makes our future look bleak financially, especially when you consider 47, yes, $47 trillion has vaporized in our stock market. Additionally, this administration has printed... More money in the last two years than the previous hundred years combined. That's a big problem. Now, if you want to play it safe and you want to protect your family, you need to think about your IRA, your 401k, your retirement savings account, okay? This is a big geopolitical deal. You need to check out JovanLovesGold.com. Yes, JovanLovesGold.com, and I do. Now, here's why you need to do it. This is not about you buying gold. Get it straight. This is about you can make a move, just a financial move, a lateral move. You're not liquidating your retirement or anything like that. You're just making your move to switch it from the markets to fixing it in gold. Gold has lasting value. You need to lock it in. If you will reach out to jovanlovesgold.com, that's jovanlovesgold.com. And by the way, there's a $10,000 incentive to do it because if you qualify, you might get $10,000 more added to your account in silver from our partners at Gold Co. You need to check it out. You need to fortify yourself and you need to make sure absolutely you're protected because you don't want to keep on losing money because of this maladministration. Now, that's all for you at jovanlovesgold.com. Please go there, jovanlovesgold.com. Now, I want to tell you about one other. I want to tell you about something that's kind of scary, especially if you're a homeowner. Now, you know in this day and age that you can check for your title online. You can check your ownership online. Hell, uh, even people are having registering online. We know how dangerous registering to vote online is. You can't confirm the papers there. Here's what you need to know. You know, your deed to your home is the only thing that proves you own it. Did you know that crooks can get online, look up your deed, print a simple form of that deed, affix their name to it, submit it, right? Submit it. And then all of a sudden they own your home and then they can flip and sell your home. You've seen all this craziness buying and selling homes online. 
This can all literally be done, maybe 60, 90 days. You don't even know it. And all of a sudden, somebody has stolen the title to your house. They've borrowed against it. Now it's sold property and you're left with it. And this is a hard crime to fix. Look, that's why I want to tell you about HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. You can go to slash Jovan or just put in the promo code Jovan. Register your address right now. No obligation report. It's a home title report. It's $100 value. You get it free. Again, you get your home title report at HomeTitleLock.com forward slash Jovan. Your promo code is Jovan. You want to lock your title, folks. People can do this online right now. When they're stealing our voting records and they're stealing databases and credit card information, they're going to find your home. And you don't know it till it's gone, till it's after the fact, and you've lost your asset. Do yourself a favor, hometitlelock.com forward slash Jovan, promo code Jovan. Get the $100 value free, no obligation home title report. That's it. Titlelock.com forward slash Jovan. Folks, do it now. Did you know that Jovan is the only private citizen which has a full webpage dedicated to him on the Secretary of Georgia's government website? Why? Because politicians are deathly afraid of Jovan, his reach, his fans, and his calling them out publicly and telling them to cut the crap. They know Jovan empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. Manifest throughout our reality. Well, Strauss and Howe, they started realizing that as society begins to move through history, through each generation, that there is these kind of like afflictions that occur within the overall consensus of society that derive from the inner kind of relationship of how we have with nature. And in a sense is that as we're going through life and the economy is great and things are getting good, we're out there spending money, we're having babies, we're getting good education, we're all paying attention to what's happening, we, we care about politics, we, we care about our community. And then the next generation that comes around, they grew up with this very, very easy lifestyle. And that gets taken for granted. And so and these two, gets, per, two professors were able to, to nail it down that this cycle repeats, repeats, repeats. Yes. There's, it's only four turnings, though, right? And they say we're in the four turning. Repeat that saying again that says good men create. Is, yeah, that the, is that the impetus of this that comes from their work? It is. Hard times create strong men. And so strong men create good times. Right. The good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. And what Strauss and how we're talking about here is they have uh, there's four turnings. And so we're in the fourth turning, which everybody is saying right now. The, the turnings are the awakening, the high, the awakening, the unraveling. And then you have crisis. And it's very interesting. I got Klaus Schwab eats the bugs shirt on right here. And we have the World Economic Forum talking about the poly crisis. I call it the firestorm event. It's all one in the same. But what this is, is society has destabilized psychologically to a certain point to where these people want to come in and reorganize the political, the social, and the economic infrastructures. The last time we saw this was after World War One, And if we look at World War One, well, what brought this about? Well, we had obviously central banks that came in, and then we had World War One that came about. Then we kind of had this little burst, economic burst, but then we fell into the Great Depression. Now, I'm one who understands that this was completely manipulated by the bankers and that this trend line, if we look at that back in the early 1900s, was made to happen. But what they really didn't make it happen is they just guided it. That's they what I was, that's what I was thinking. I was, I was sitting here thinking as you were saying this, this has been done enough in old society. They probably learned how to manipulate it and do this on purpose to force their changing come about. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And if we look at history, historically, um, a lot of my research in my early years of life started within the occult, trying to understand the occult. It, it just fascinated me. And that led to what's known as kind of like esotericism and esoteric mysteries. And one of the things that you learn is that these people have a completely different understanding of how the world works than the normal people, than the average Joe. And one thing that they do understand is the cyclic nature of how our our lives, our planet, our society actually unfold. 
And so when I look back at these things now, we would say, well, you know, World War One and World War Two were all um, manipulated to happen. It's really is they guided these things to happen to their own benefit. And they understood the psychological cyclic nature of the archetypes of mind that when we are in these very, very good times. This is going to breed a generation of really, really weak people because they're going to take what the world is offering them, the the nanny state of government, right. for granted. And when that rises up, they're not going to appreciate their rights, their liberties, and their freedoms, the responsibility and the discipline that comes with those things. And from that's going to arise very, very hard times to which – survival of the fittest is going to have to rise up. Those weak people will be scattered and diminished, and the strong people will rise out of those times and create the next great cycle. It's interesting. And it's interesting. In prep for the show, I was um, looking some of this up and I found a, a chart. Uh, interesting. Let, let's kind of go through it. One, it says it's elderhood. And we're going to go first, second, third, fourth. They say the first turning of an elderhood is a nomad, and then the second turning is they're the heroes, the third turning is they're the artist, the fourth turning's the prophet. How would you relate that to today's? How would you kind of take us through that transition? Are we talking, okay, biblical times, those were the nomads, and went the nomads and God, and here, here come the prophets, and then all of a sudden the, the arts took over, and arts started controlling everything, and now, boom, here we are? Is that what we're going through? So think about it this way. The elders, we come out of World War II. These people have just been through the Great Depression. They, they are suffering. And finally, there's a point of peace, a point of time. And they're they tough as nails. And they, yeah, they instill within their children, the baby boomers now, these levels of discipline and responsibility of how to survive these incredibly tough times. They remind them over and over, hey, look, you know, times aren't all going to be easy. You have to prepare for these things. You have to have a pantry. You have to go out there and can food. You have to be able to go out there and hunt your own food and provide for yourself. Never let the the, the benefits of society bring you down to a point of comfortability. This is what my great-grandparents reminded my grandparents. This is what was taught to my, our parents is they instilled within them that, hey, look, we, we knew, we experienced this. We had great times, the roaring 20s, and all of a sudden, boom, came crashing down, and we had to learn. That's the elder state. You know, that makes perfect sense. Let me throw one at you. I, I was looking at it. They said that families, the progressions they went through, first turning strong families, second turning weakening the families, third turning weak families, and in this fourth turning, they say this is now about we have the ability to go back and strengthen families. Comment on that one. Well, yeah, and I think that that's what is happening right now is we came through this awakening period. Uh, the last two decades, I think, were really this awakening period. I, we can look at it as it started with September 11th, 2001. Right. We all have a lot of questions of what happened on that day. And majority of Americans don't believe the official narrative. And I don't think anybody should believe the official narrative because it doesn't make any sense. If you happen to dabble in physics a little bit and you look at those twin towers, nothing makes any sense unless they defy the laws of physics, the laws of gravity. So. When we start looking at things like that, people begin to ask questions. And from those questions, people seek answers. Now, within that, you're going to find a plethora of information. But we're still talking early 2000s where we don't have really the establishment of the Internet as we have it today. And so people go out there and they begin researching. And once they start researching, they have this point of discovery. This point of discovery brings about this kind of, I want to tell the world what I've found, what I know what I understand. And this is where this all begins, this point of awakening. We saw it in the 1960s with the cultural revolutions. This is exactly what's happening is, you know, hey, look, we have this disciplined life in this very, very structured society, and I just want to break away from it. That was the the good times that were created by those hard people. And then we have this cultural revolution that begins to weaken that disciplined structure. 
And we had this in the early 2000s as well. And we can call this the counterculture that came about through those that rose up because of that one hard time that shocked the world. And this counterculture arose in, I think, in a conspiratorial mindset that, hey, look, there, there's more going on here. There's globalists. There's a deep state. There's 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 people at higher levels of corporation who are controlling the world to a certain degree. And this awakening has created this this new mindset for people that drives you into what we call unraveling to where the truth begins to spill out. I thought this was rather interesting as I uh, went through it and looked at these. I'm sharing a few on the screen. Let's just go through them. It says, one I thought was interesting, social structure. First turning, we were unified. Second turning, it was a splittering. Third turning, it was a diversification. And now we're headed into the fourth turning, a gravitating. Is that gravitating to a camp, like we're getting back together, or do you think that's gravitating to two camps, us against them? What's your take? You nailed it. The gravitation, okay, is a dualistic phenomenon that occurs. And so what happens is people tend to gravitate towards that which they know, they trust, and they understand. And we're seeing this right now. I remember sitting at CU Boulder going through my poli-sci class. Um, and I remember the professor sitting there who is a Democrat, which I don't judge people based upon that. But he was talking about the splintering of the political spectrum of how we no longer have moderates and independents, but what we have now is we have the far right and the far left, and we have this gravitation towards each of those ideologies, and they really have become an ideology. And so you're right, we, we have this gravitation, but this gravitation is moving towards more what we align with, what our cultural and ethical and moral values have been organized for us to believe. It's really interesting, too. If you look at social motivators, now here's what's really interesting. Social motivator, first turning, shame. Second turning was conscience. Third turning was guilt. And the fourth turning, stigma. As we head into this fourth turning, I think it's pretty darn obvious. The stigma is you're a conservative. You don't think like I do. You're transphobic. Would you uh, agree that that's the stigmatization effect? Right. And not only that, is it's going to more binary aspects as well. You're white. You're a male. You're straight. And this is how radicalized this has really become. Because what they've done is they've rearranged age-old psychological principles and, and taken them and weaponized them into propaganda, disinformation, and psychological warfare. I love how we, we look at the, the mainstream media or the political, um, the political zone. And their favorite tactic is projection. Right. Is they blame on their enemies what they do themselves. That they do. And everything they say they're doing to help us, which is named Great and Kumbaya, is to do exactly what the opposite of they say to help us. Look, look at some other ones here. They're saying the, the, the worldview is going, started out simple, then became complicated, then became complex, and then became simplifying. Hmm. Explain that one to me. Well... This is what we understand in the sense of how they want to reorganize political, economic, and social structures is they are right that it has become very, very complex and it's moving towards a more simplified version. This is why we have 15-minute cities being in the talks. This is why Klaus Schwab says, you will own nothing, right? That's is right. that they want to simplify the world for people. But unfortunately... The way that they're doing this is not a natural expansion, but it's instead an exploitation of this cycle to basically make people slaves. And I think everybody understands that from a large degree, that they are simplifying the lives of people by government subsidies, giving people welfare, global, you know, global basic income, you know. Look, you know, AI is going to take over your job, so you better re-educate yourself or re-skill yourself. Or, you know what, we'll just pay you some money and you can live in one of our cities. You don't have to pay. Yeah. And that's, the, and that's the simplification of it. And by simplification, we fall into indentured servitude. We become serfs, folks. Hang tight. 
We're going to talk about when we come back in the final segment, our exit plan. How do we exit out of this? What can we do? How can we push back? How can we tell all these rat bastards to cut the crap? Hang tight, folks. We'll be right back right after this. Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan Daly on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Folks, one of the ways I keep up my hectic schedule and can deal with all the stress of the audits, uh, keep on pushing through legislation, and keep on doing my program for you every 12 hours is I try to pay attention to my nutrition. Now, you know I'm a gardener. If you followed me for a while, you know I love gardening. I try to eat as good as I can. But many times when I'm on the road and I'm having to do the program, I cannot eat great. Most people are just not eating great. We're not eating like our grandparents used to eat, where they'd eat you know, all kinds of fruits and vegetables to stay healthy. We were a lot healthier then. Don't believe me? Go back and Google a photo of a beach, your favorite beach in 1970. Look at the people. We were so much healthier. It's because we didn't have all this synthet- synthetic crap just added to our food. So I just want to let you know, one of the ways I'm able to maintain my energy, and I'm telling you, I feel it instantly when I do this, because I just do a scoop, shake it in water, and boom, I'm ready to go. What is it? Well, it's called Field of Greens. You may have heard that name. I am very, very, very picky on this kind of stuff. I don't like regular chelated vitamins, you know, the ones that kind of come in pill form. The reality is, folks, you need to know this, you just poop them out. Our digestive systems are racked. You poop them out. You're not doing any good. There's no difference in your body. You want an instant difference in your body? You have to have your supplements that are in a way that not only are natural, but go right into your system. So think about a powder. This is a powder. It's a full spectrum of essential vegetables and fruits, plus science-backed herbs and prebiotics that go right into your body. You just take a scoop, put it in water. I've done every one of them. Every one of them, they're organic, they're wonderful, in water. I mean, it's a treat. These things taste great. Now, they work fast. I literally, my body tells me I feel it in minutes because I can. I get more energy. Uh, My skin's starting to change too. It's really weird. My skin, my hair, where I was losing some hair is actually, to me, looking a little bit of that it's coming back. And I'm kind of excited what's going to happen when I go get my next physical. So, What I'm doing is I take Field of Greens. It's just a simple powder you put in water. Would you do me a favor and at least go check it out? Just go to fieldofgreens.com. Use your promo code JOVAN. You're going to get 15% off your first order just by mentioning me, fieldofgreens.com forward slash JOVAN. By the way, if you want them regularly shipped to you, you can. You're going to get another 10% off. This stuff is a miracle in our fast-paced society, especially when we're stressing out like we all are about what's going on. Folks, fillthegreens.com forward slash Jovan and use Jovan as the promo code. Get it done now. Can you feel it? You're getting more powerful by the minute. Just think of the impact your voice will have simply because you know how to tell the culture, race, and American political prostitutes they all need to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Let's get back to Jovan and his final words for this week's program. Okay, folks, we're back with Cut the Crap. We're talking with our special guest, Josh Reed. You've seen him out there, Red Pills TV. We're talking about red pilling a nation. You can see why people like Josh's work. But we're also talking about a very unique insight called the fourth turning. Now, before we get back to Josh, I want to let you understand that us fixing our country, saving our country, takes all of us working together. I cannot stress to you how important it is with all of us in new media 
bringing you the information that you can actually use and know. We all have to support each other and share and subscribe and get out there. It is a one-finger war, folks. It only takes one finger to pick up that finger and share the apathy that we've had as American citizens, as American voters, is what has gotten us here. So, Josh, in your interpretation, how did we get to this point of crisis in time? Apathy. <laughs> it really comes down to that. Is We have been inundated for decades with our own personal problems and stresses. We, we, we fell into the trap. Instead of paying attention to what was happening on the global scale or to our country or to our schools or our local communities, we fell into the trap of paying our bills, working two to three jobs, going out there and trying to survive and live and raise a family. I mean, shame on us for that, right, Jovan? But this is the thing, is that those situations were created to basically produce this disingenuous situation that we are in right now. We are to blame. We left our guard down. We allowed it to happen because, you know, we were distracted by shiny balloons in the sky or we were distracted by the, the cool new iPhone or what the Internet can do for us is psychologically we're, we're creatures of habit. Whatever our environment is telling us, we react to it. And when I started the Red Pill Project in 2018, um, I, I said I had to have a, a mission statement, a motto. And, and it goes like this, is never believe anything anybody tells you, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless you can prove it with your own research, your own inquiry, your own investigation, and through your own volition. And I think that's critically important this day and age, because that's how we get out of this. We've got to activate. We've got to dig. I tell people, we've become a distracted society. They taught us to put our kids in every extracurricular activity there was. We have, they see our kids in schools more than we've seen them at home. Mm -hmm. it, we, they've taught us to read headlines and think we have the story. Twitter trained us, uh, now it's gone up, but it, it's 140 characters and you think you know what's going on in the world. So I 100% agree with you there that we've got to dig. There are good guys and bad guys on all sides. There is propaganda and deception on all sides. There is psychological warfare on all sides. And you've got to learn discernment. And the way you learn discernment is you've got to dive in yourself. And the old saying, seeing is believing, but you've got to do your research. And just because it appears on the internet, other than I'm a French model, just because it appears on the internet doesn't mean it's true. Give us an exit plan. Josh, with your audience, What's your exit plan? Well, there's a phrase out there that has been coined by MAGA and, and other people. Nothing can stop what's coming. I take a different perspective on this. I don't believe that somebody's going to miraculously come down and save us or that one man, if he rises to power, is going to fix this situation. I've been talking about this for a long time, Javon, that we have to go back and retake our communities. And it starts in the household. It starts with establishing a moral and ethical base within our children, getting them the proper education at home, giving them the face time with their parents, and then looking over the fence and starting that recommunication with the neighbors. It doesn't matter if they're white, they're black, they're, they're gay, they're straight, or if they're Republican or Democrat. It's talking to them, communicating to them, finding the common ground organizing those communities to a point to where now we take back that city, that county. And from there, we take back the state. And from the state, then we can focus on the federal government. Because here's the thing, Javon, is that that foundation of America is not the states. It's not the counties. It's, it's the home. It's the home where the people are raising their children, where they're raising and attributing to their own standards of life. That is the foundation of America. So we have to start there by rebuilding that foundation. And when you have that community that organizes around that singular foundation, then you're going to have a strong federal government like we did once in this country before. Absolutely. I, absolutely. I tell people, you know, we got to think of this sometimes now as the foxhole in our own neighborhoods. And I got to tell you, I can have a gay person in a foxhole with me, a person who's mixed race or dead matter, any other race. I don't care about it there because real simple, we're there to protect our community, our families, our lives. 
And as long as they love our nation and are patriot and want to fight for it, I'm in with them. I'm not going to judge them. Because it's all these little bitty cleavings, as I call it, because the way they win is to cleave us apart. And I'm not going to judge it. Because we're in a fight, we're in a war. And long before it's going to hit our ground, and it looks like it's coming close, this is a psychological war. It's a fight over eyeballs, and the battlefield is one half an inch. And that's getting inside your forehead to your brain. It's a half an inch battlefield. we got about less than one minute left. What's your final words, Josh? My final words is it goes back to that motto is never believe anything anybody tells you. Do your own research. Understand that your environment in this age of psychological information warfare is meant to make you react. Before you react to anything in the world, use discernment. Stop, think, use that mind, put your filters up and understand that information is trying to manipulate you and use your own discernment. God gave us so much in the sense of this human body, this mind, use it. Don't simply believe something because somebody told you this or some doctor or scientist said something and it sounded cool and it aligned with your morality or aligned with your religion or your political belief. Go out there and truly understand the meaning of the things that you observe here in nature. Absolutely. Josh, I appreciate you joining the program. Thank you very much for joining us, folks. You can find Josh online. Look for him. Uh, Just type in his name. This is in all the search engines. I appreciate you very much. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut Cut the the crap. crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority. And we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hutt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week. And between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut Cut the the crap. crap. I know, folks, you're stressing over our mail-order maladministration government. We have selected, not elected. I'm encouraging you just try out two things that I'm doing to stay ahead of the, the stress, which feels like it's killing us besides killing our nation. Do yourself a favor. Go to MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. You're going to change your pillow and sheets anyway and get new ones. Why don't you support an American company, an American cause? If they'll use your promo code Jovan... You're going to get extra special savings because you use the promo code Javon. I'm telling you, I used to take two hours or more to get to sleep and only sleep for a few hours. Now I'm asleep. I'm telling you, 15 minutes or less, I'm out like a baby. And that's because of MyPillow.com forward slash Jovan. Use your promo code Jovan. I guarantee you'll be happy you did. The other part of it is part of having good sleep and keeping up with the stress is to have good nutrition. Do yourself a favor, go to fieldofgreens.com, use your promo code Jovan there. Think about this, all your vitamins and stuff you need, full spectrum essential vegetables and fruits. It's vegetables and fruits, that's it, it's powdered, very finely powdered, one scoop, I mean you can even eat this stuff, you can sprinkle it on cereal, you can use it in baking, it's your vitamin in powder form. Instead of pooping out the pill form, which does no good for your body, take it in the powder form. One scoop, put it in water, shake it up, boom, boom, 10 minutes, you're done. But I'm telling you, I can feel it immediately when I do it. I can feel my body going, thank you, thank you, thank you. Imagine how well I'm doing with great sleep and great vitamins. It's about the only way I'm keeping up with this horrible stress in my life with the audits and election integrity. Do me a favor. Go to fillthegreens.com. Your first order, use your promo code Jovan. You're going to get 15% off. And if you do a regular shipment, you'll get another 10% off. Do it now, folks. Take care of yourself.